Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Moms in Real Estate. I'm so excited for Cassie today. Cassie Hudson is our guest, and uh, she's got two little kids, and she's beautiful. And last year, she did one transaction, and this year, she did way more. Wait till you hear her story. Let's get started. Angela Fazio is an industry powerhouse who has overseen 40,000 homes sold and $9 billion in production. And Kristen Cantrell is one of the nation's most accomplished team leaders helping thousands of agents build their businesses. They are passionate about educating, encouraging, and empowering moms in real estate. Our next episode starts now. Hey, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome, Cassie. I'm so excited to talk with you today. Your story is fantastic. So get us started and tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So I was a teacher in my past. And when we decided to start a family, it, my heart, I needed to stay home with my kids. And so fast forward to my second and postpartum hit hard, sleep deprivation. It was, it was rough. And we decided to sell our house and buy a new one. And my husband, knowing I needed something for me, was like, you should start, you should try real estate. And I'm like, Okay, like let's. Okay, I knew I was a good test taker. I knew I'm a good student, so I was like, I'll try it. So I'll I'll see what he thinks. And so I took the classes, took my tests, and then I passed. And then I needed to find a brokerage. So I met with Kristen um, when I was shopping brokerages and felt like I was home. So I joined. I joined Revelation last year in January, so 2018, and. I swam. <laughs> I swam with the fishes all around because I I knew nothing. Like that's the best way to put it out there. And so I took all the classes that the brokerages offered and um Chuck actually taught the open house classes. So at the end of June, I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do open houses. I asked Kristen to help me find a mentor and then by the end of 2019, I was aligned with the right people to have such a great year this year. Well, tell us about your great year so everyone yeah. can know, because it was one transaction last year, right? One, yes. And I, um, it wasn't even someone from my sphere. This client, I met at an open house, and we found her a townhouse um, in Gilbert, and we closed in November. And so... I was excited, of course, but also looking at my year like, man, one. <laughs> so yeah. then, I, uh, when I asked Kristen to help me find a mentor, I interviewed different people and found someone that, man, I just clicked with. We had the similar views um, just about life. We were easygoing. She respected that I was a mom first and then a realtor, and I loved that. So we really bonded, connected. She was not the type of person, is not the type of person to give you anything. You got to work for it. And so uh, I was like, okay, teach me and I will do it. So this year so far, I've closed 17 transactions. I have five in escrow for next year. And you guys, going from a transaction last year, 280000 to <laughs> 6100000 million in production this year, it's oh, wow. And literally, that gives me chills. Literally. It does. That's so cool because it, you can be so discouraged your first year. I watch this with new agents all the time, and it's like, just keep with it, you know? And I just think that's so cool. One, two, 17, that's insane. And the other thing I love that you talk about is 
you were just like swimming with all the fish and I can like picture it in my head because there's so much when you get into real estate, like there really is. And to find like those close like groups of people that can kind of like guide you that you connect really well with is so essential because otherwise like it's all up to you, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. So what, what do you attribute? Like what did Anne-Marie do? What, what do you attribute? Like sure. what, is so, it? what is it you think? Yeah. So Anne-Marie is awesome. Um, she pulled me into her family. Once I showed her that I would work as hard as she worked, um, she allowed me to a true mentor. And so I had that teacher mindset show me what to do and I will do it. We'll do it together and I'll do it myself. So at the beginning, we were on phone calls together. If she was talking to clients, I was on the phone with her. If she was calling a listing agent, I was on the phone with her. And she would introduce me. Sometimes she would allow me to do the talking for her, for her clients, which is really cool because those conversations and that verbiage, you you don't know until you are actually in those transactions. And so we... Um, Quarter one, our mentorship, we locked it down. All of the, the transactions that we had agreed on, I did it because I said, okay. And, you know, she had me reach out to my sphere, a huge group of people. I did that. She had me go with her to, we did open houses together. I had a, a client reach out to me wanting to list their house. I said, hey, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. So she went with me. She did the listing presentation. I took notes because I, that's just how I know I'll learn that way. I sat back, I let her handle it. And then the second listing I had in our mentorship agreement, I did it. And then as soon as we walked out of that door, I said, okay, what what do I need to improve on? Give me that criticism because that, that's how I learn. And that I knew that's how I would be better. I mean, she's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I have to oh, yeah, commend you, um, Kathy, because you show such a level of coachability and humility to be able to say, I know what I need. And you know, you, you kind of think to yourself, well, duh, I'm new. I need to learn. But some people come into real estate and they think they know it all. And then they go out there and try to forge their own way when you can surround yourself with amazing people and experience what you did. Yeah. And you also see people that get into real estate and they kind of just sit back and wait for everybody to go and like ask them what they're doing. And it's not like that. Like you have to be so like proactive with going and taking advantage of the resources that you're able to. And you did that, you know, and sometimes it takes a little while, but I mean, you got it. And then, you know, we all smile when we think about Anne-Marie because Anne-Marie is awesome. And I can like, when you're talking about her, I can like see it. And I'm like, yeah, she is. She's a great mentor. So I'm so glad that is that worked out. Well, she's- I love the way she I love the way she doesn't put up with any bullshit. She is so no nonsense. And I love that about her. Yes, she's very forward. She'll tell you what she thinks. And I value that because like you said, if you're new and you don't, I did that for a year or nine months, you know, last year. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't follow the steps. I didn't talk to people. I didn't know just didn't know what I didn't know. And so then to get aligned with her, and then she always says, uh, I want to be this person when I grow up, you know, with real estate. I want to be Rachel Krill. I want to be Carol Gruber, all these different people. And it's like, okay. So in my mind, I'm like, I want to be Anne-Marie when I grow up. And then (laughs) connecting with all these different people, it's been really cool. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's so important. Like I always need to have somebody I'm looking up to. Like I yes, if I have like four people in my head right now and I feel like that's so healthy to have, you know. Mm-hmm. You know what one of the best things Kristen ever said to me and she said a lot of great things. She's like <laughs> I love being at EXP. For the last 5 years I've learned all I can from you two. Now I need more. <laughs> it's so mm-hmm. awesome. But that's yeah. really cool to see and then chase it because it's out there. You oh, yeah. I take advantage of that fully. I love it. So so tell tell us, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, so tell us about like your family dynamic. I know like you're home a lot with your kids. So um, a lot of moms are in that situation where they feel like they can't go and work or start their own business because they are home and they have little kids at home. So tell us what that looks like for you. Sure. So I have two boys, um, a four and a half year old and then three, and they are the most energetic little bunch I've ever met in my life. And I am so fulfilled being home with them as a mom. So real estate has been awesome because I can prioritize being a mom and then I can also really kick butt at being an agent. And so for me, I have had to build a kind of like a little box of um, babysitters that will be there for me in an instant. I have one girl who, and let me back up. My husband works in a career where he's not home all the time. And so honestly, it's me. Uh, When I have clients reaching out to me, like wanting to see houses in a couple hours or making appointments for the weekend, it's me. It's my responsibility to make sure my kids are in good hands. And of course, I want it to be home. So it's important to me to find find those people that will mirror the type of things that I do with the boys when I'm gone. Um, They know, they say, oh, mom is going to sell houses and I include them as much as possible. So like listings, if we need to go put signs out or lock boxes, they love it. When we are putting together gift baskets for my clients at the end, they go with me. We go to Studio 223, we find all of our items, they help me they love, love, love to bring those gifts to the clients at the end. And so I, I often tell people it's totally a family business for me because I have to include my kids. And it's it's really a non-negotiable if you're my client. Sometimes they're going to be there. But I do. I really work to, to utilize those babysitters that I have. One, um, her mom's a lender, so she's in the business she gets it. If I need someone in 30 minutes, she won't be here in 30 minutes. I have some others that for like longer appointments on the weekends can be here all day long with the kids. And so it really, being a mom and starting your business, a young mom, I should say, with young kiddos is not for the week. (laughs) It is late nights, early mornings, no sleep, a lot, a lot of hustle. But I wouldn't change it. I'm here with my kids, and then I'm building a business for me and for our our future. So it's it's really cool. Hard work, but really cool. So I yeah. have two unrelated questions. Yes, one, one just popped in my head. What you had to have with one transaction, and then seventeen, right? That's such a big difference. Tell me one like thing you did with the money. <laughs> that you are like so excited about? Uh, well, okay. So remember flashback, I said that we decided to sell our house and then buy a new one right before I started real estate. 
So we knew we wanted to be in our next house long-term and we wanted to find something that had the bones, the, the foundation to it. So we found a house, perfect area, needed a lot of work. It was really, really cool with my commissions this year to start clearing apart the inside. Like this behind me used to be like a, one of those 90s buildings and I literally tore that out with the shiplap. Like I took the money I earned and then sweat equity <laughs> put it back into my house. So that, that is really fun. I love projects. So that's been awesome. That is so fulfilling. Cause you think like, I know that um, that's one of my favorite stories about the beginning of my husband and my success in real estate is we wanted to do a whole remodel. And I wow. thought it was going to take like a year and a half or something like that to get enough money. And we did it in like four or five months uh. and it felt awesome. It's so great. And like, there's still things that, cause you know, too, going from one to 17, you're like, man, should I really do all of this at once? Probably not. And so there's still things that we need to update and change and make it. But I mean, it wouldn't be possible if I didn't put the hustle in this year. I mean, it just wouldn't, it wasn't yeah. going to work. It's so That's true. Awesome. Okay. So I have you, one thing you said that I kind of wanted to touch upon, like, let's say somebody is at home and kids at home and they're starting their real estate business and they can't afford a babysitter were you ever in that spot where you couldn't have somebody come over and help yeah I mean you you are asking them like if they're available sometimes they're not available yeah. so have my kids come with me yeah is it something that I love or recommend no but in those situations you have to literally you have to do what you have to do um, one morning, I remember a client wanted to sign at 7 a.m. at Title. He was he needed to do it early, and thank goodness I had built such a great connection with the Title company and the, and the escrow officers because I called her the night before and I'm like, I I have to bring my kids with me. I'll have I'll, they'll have snacks, they'll have their tablets because and that's another thing. Tablets have been life saving with phone calls. Yes. <laughs> and I mean I. We are not like a sit in front of the screen all day type of family, but when I need to make a phone call, they're four and two, well, three now. It's like, they're not going to be quiet. So, you know, I called the escrow officer. I'm like, I have to bring them with me. So I get there the next morning, 645. She has little snacks for them, cups of drink. She had them all cozy. I mean, and they, they went, they sat, they listened, they were respectful. And we got my client signing. I've had to bring them with me to showings. And the nice thing about showings is they're, I'm really big on showing my kids how hard I work. So it's like, hey, help me find the lockbox. Where's the lockbox? They find it. Help me read the letters on the sign, on the listing sign. They'll, they'll read the letters, look at the numbers. So it's like a learning piece too. But it's also, again, teaching respect, teaching manners, teaching behaviors with other people that they don't know. So I... Yeah, babysitters aren't always there. <laughs> you have to do what you have to do. Yeah, at the beginning, I could not afford a babysitter. So David, who's now 21, I can't even believe it. He um, went he went everywhere with me. He was one and he was not always good. No. <laughs> <laughs> he has thrown some major tantrums. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I was just thinking like, you know, three and four, and let's even go to like two and three. How old they were got two boys, like, oh my gosh, yeah. And sometimes you'll get in the car and I'm like, you guys, what <laughs> that? Or just like a silent drive home where they know like 
E, sorry, mom. Like, <laughs> but I mean, it's like you're you're training up a child. You know, it's like you don't. They have their moments and they're wonderful, but it happens. Yeah, that's for sure. I what the first the first time I took him to a daycare, he got kicked out right away because he headbutted some kid. <laughs> He's like the nicest young man now, but he was a very nice kid. He was he was <laughs> such a good ass. <laughs> So if you have a kid at home that is a little shit, they have, you know, they might grow up to be amazing like David. Like, <laughs> there's hope. There's hope. I didn't go out to eat for two years because Matthew was such a an awful kid in a restaurant. And I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Everyone gets to eat and I'm outside with the kid. <laughs> and that's like, something too to speak to with the pandemic this year it's like i had the kids trained for stores like behaviors for restaurants all of it and then march hits and we can't do anything and so there was like those moments where they hadn't been out or around other adults so then when they see people they're like oh my gosh <laughs> and it's it stinks for them too because you're having to like retrain them back up but also let them be so excited to see a person again. Yeah, for sure. What a weird time we live in. Well, I will tell you, I will tell you that um, I love your example of a hustle because my whole, like I've always been this way, but even more so now, I am just disgusted by weenies who make excuses, who don't uh, think that they can do something because they have kids or whatever their excuses. And so you are the perfect guest for like, no weenies. The theme. I love it. I am. So you, are you guys familiar with the Enneagram assessment? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm an eight and I'm like a true eight, the challenger. It's like, if I hear those excuses, like you're saying, it's like, hold on. There is a way you're just not allowing yourself to work for that. And so, yeah, if I have 30 minutes to do a 30 minute workout, I'm going to fit it in. It's like, you have to get your brain in that mindset of what can I accomplish? Or it's like you talk about Angela, it's like people, um, they want the outcome, but they don't want the process. And so <laughs> like they just sit there and think the outcome's gonna come. And it's like, no, there's a process to get there. <laughs> like I remind myself, I have lots of self-talk when I'm like, I don't feel like doing this. I go, yes, I do. You know why I feel like doing this? Because I want what's the other side of it. That's what mm-hmm. I want. So I do feel like doing this, even if it, I can't get it to agree with my head. <laughs> Something, Angela, I'm, when you said, I want what's on the other side. So back when you guys decided to take Revelation to EXP, you know, we had that choice as agents to go with you guys or go our own way. And in that time, that was so crucial for me because I was already starting to see the fruits of aligning yourself with powerful people. I was not the smartest person in the room. I was absolutely the dumbest person in the room when you talk about real estate. But I knew if I trusted, I would see what's on the other side. And so I went, I, and now like you think of who I aligned myself back then with, now it's even bigger. You know, you have to, you do, you have to think like, okay, I'm going to take the chance. So. Well said. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I love you. Well no, said. No. <laughs> I have no idea. No idea how important that is. It is 
beyond, you should, everybody should make it their first priority to love the Lord Jesus Christ and then go find people who will positively affect you in the way you want to be affected. Right. No, awesome. I agree. Well, thank you so much. I know for a fact there are going to be people watching you saying, I want to grow up. When I grow up, I want to be Cassie Hudson. Yes, I love that. I still have so much to learn. Like, I, you know, I'm at that weird stage of, okay, I can start helping newer agents come in too and show them the ropes. But it's like, hold on, I also really have these cool people that can teach you way more than I know. And so it's being humble is a huge thing in this industry. It's like there's, so much business to go around and you can absolutely learn something from everyone. Well, if Anne-Marie's watching right now, she is a proud mama. <laughs> that is for sure. That is for sure. I can't thank you enough for taking the time to share like your experience with us and um, to be really transparent about everything that's going on that you talked about today. I'm really grateful. Oh, thank you so much. It really did mean so much to me when you guys reached out and asked and like, wait, a year ago I was a nobody. <laughs> so it's, again, it's like line, aligning yourself with people and trusting and connecting. It's just, I appreciate you guys so, so much. Oh my gosh, we appreciate you. Same, for sure. Well, don't go. I'm going to get off the broadcast. Thank you guys for watching, but don't hop off. Thank you guys for watching and stay tuned next week. We have a, another amazing guest. Thanks for watching. Bye.